and <sighs> fucking kids outside. Are you hearing that? Yes, I am, actually. Oh, My God, those kids are loud. I hate these children. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast and tell everybody you know to do so too because we are amazing. You can also catch up on all of our back episodes and create your own watchlist by going to thewatchlistpod.com because believe me when I tell you, and I thank her all the time for this, Patty puts together a hell of a website. Sure do. So... So trailers, uh, what we review, the whole bit. Uh, you can also engage with us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod at symbol pirate Alice. That's her, and at symbol Bill Ivory Larson OBS, That's me. And if you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five star review. We would appreciate that so much. Yeah, and anywhere else <sighs> you can actually review us because that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Spread us on your socials, man. Do if it. you listen to us, spread us on your socials. Spread us on the social. Is that something people say? I don't know. <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't think that's what the <laughs> young kids this. say, Batty. No, they don't. Spread us on the social. Yeah, nobody says <laughs> that's that. That's so douchey Only dumb to people say, say that. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so douchey. It's so du- spread me on the social, dude. All right, okay, you got it, Pops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, puppy's getting angry. Oh, why Don't is ring my doorbell. Angry? You can't walk my dog. No. The kids in the neighborhood keep wanting to walk him, but he wiggles out of the goddamn harness. And yeah, these kids yeah, aren't going to be able to hunt him down, and they're not going to be able to pick him up either. And he will bite them because he bites me. And I'm not dealing with that shit. No, you can't no. walk my dog. I'm not paying you. Get the fuck out. Although I did have a weird dream also about Chewy last night. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. It wasn't bad. It oh, was okay. just for some reason I was at some strange summer campy place, but it was a conference and it was half, I don't know what it was, but part of it was sci-fi. And like at one point, two guys started beefing with each other and then one pulled out a sword because he was trying to prove he was a badass. This is what I get for watching the fucking Witcher really late before oh, I yeah, go right yeah. to bed. <laughs> And I, and I get in his face like, you better put this sword away or, you know, bad things Arrest. will happen to you. And a table that I thought was full of cake was actually small mammals like gerbils and shit. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, I brought Chewy to this. Okay. And, and Chewy was running around, like you said, and then kids were trying to play with Chewy. And then Chewy ended up drenched in, in like soaking wet. And I was trying to find Chewy, dry him off, and then I woke up. All right. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. So you stay away, you young little whippersnappers. But hit us up on the Soch. Yeah. Totes <laughs> my goats. Yeah. So why don't you kick us off? The first thing I have is a movie that I found on Amazon Prime. What? Uh-huh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, yep. It's called Hard Hit. Uh, a bank manager in Busan, South Korea, is on his way to work. He's going to drop his daughter and son off at school. Okay. And as he's driving, the phone a phone starts ringing in the car. It's not his cell phone. It's not his daughter's cell phone. The son is way too young to have a phone. 
Well, he finds this phone in the glove box, and the restricted caller ID is up on the phone. And he answers it, and the caller tells him there's a bomb under his car seat. No one is allowed to get out of the car, or the bomb will go off. And then, of course, the wackiness ensues. So apparently this caller wants this bank manager to send him an assload of money, and he's also put a bomb under the seat of a co-worker's car. Well, the co-worker's wife is, like, trying to get out while the husband's saying, no, you have to stay in the car. Well, she gets out, and, of course, their car blows up. Wow. Yeah. And the police seem to think that our bank manager guy is the one behind it all, so now the police are after him, and he can't get out of the car, and the kids can't get out of the car, and, oh, oof, so much wackiness. It's, it's a good, you know, action thriller kind of a movie. I really enjoyed it. It, this is a good movie. I liked it. I had a good time watching it. It's called Hard That's awesome. Hit. Hard Hit, and it's on Amazon Prime. Sweet. There's a quick review there. A quick review? Oh my god, I wasn't even ready. I mean, I didn't want to give too much away because you gotta, you just gotta watch it because it's filled with stuff. It's filled with stuff. Filled with stuff. <laughs> For the social. <laughs> <laughs> a nice creamy filling. Oh, uh, don't go there. Okay, moving on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, there's something called the Murdoch Murders, a southern scandal on Netflix. I think I saw not particularly this, maybe a different one. I don't know. But it was definitely about and, this guy. And this guy, he killed his wife and his son, and he was a prominent southern lawyer, and he got his his family out of legal shit all the time, and you you basically didn't want to fuck with his family because you know blah blah blah. And so you know what I figured I'll watch this because sometimes I can get into true crime. Yeah. When it's done well. Yeah. The first episode just slogged along. Uh. And and I found out today that there is now an abbreviated season two for this. So okay. the first season brought you up to the trial where he was convicted and sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. But then the producer said, well, we realized there was more story to tell. Bullshit. You just got more Netflix money and you just decided to cobble more shit together out of the footage you already shot. Well, but I think there was some speculation of him or a, one of the other sons and more murders or something, I think. Well, well, I think I, I, I watched something about it. it Might have been this. I don't know. I feel like there's a bunch of different things about this guy because this was a pretty big thing because he was a pretty pretty big deal in his community and yeah, he was well connected and, to get shit. And the show starts out by illustrating how drunk and disorderly his son was, took control of this speedboat, and ended up killing a girl. Yes, yes. And how he never got pinned for the murder because of, of daddy. Yes. So, first of all, scumbag family, right off the bat. But I fell asleep on this. Oh, damn. Now, I don't know if it was me, mm -hmm. or I just really wasn't in the mood for for true crime, or I, I like subconsciously thought, well, I know enough about this. He's a scumbag. He's in jail. All right. 
or if it really was just the deliberately slow pacing of this to keep you watching, but I fell asleep on it. So it's, uh, my review is snore. I, I, you know, I, if you're interested in finding out, you know, all the juicy tales of how this family was a scumbag, you know, scumbag family and, and, you know, everything that led up to him murdering parts of his own family, go ahead and watch it. But (laughs) I will, each episode is like 40 or 50 minutes long. I just don't feel like devoting that much time to that kind of stuff. I believe it. Yeah, at least yesterday. You know, if I find a good true crime drama somewhere, I might change my tune. But that's the Murdoch Murders on Netflix. My next one is also on Netflix. It's a series, a mini series on Netflix from Thailand, and it's kind of Black Mirror-esque. It's called Delete. There are eight episodes. Um, Claire enters a supermarket. She hands over this mysterious phone to another woman whose name is Lily and asks her to take a photo of her. So when Lily takes Claire's picture, Claire disappears and thus begins the crazy, wacky journey that is delete. So this phone isn't actually a phone. It's it's a camera. It's a weird size. It's shaped like a phone. You think it's a phone, but it's actually a camera and it only takes pictures and when it takes your picture it deletes you i mean people still know who you are and they're looking for you but it's like you're just vanish into thin air there's like no body there's no blood there's nothing you're just gone and so it's this journey of this woman lily with this phone or this camera and her uh, she's in a relationship, but her guy is cheating on her, and he, she's kind of in the way, and he discovers that this that people disappear when you take a picture of them with this thing, and she disappears, and he's wondering, you know, like did somebody take the phone, the camera, and take a picture, and then his, uh, his sister finds the thing and knows that it like deletes people and she's got some bully at school and oh my goodness it's a big mess all over the place but this is really creepy because it's got that you know twilight zone black mirror kind of vibe to it and yeah it was really good it was really good trying to follow where this thing came from and all the people who've been deleted and how do you get the people back can you get the people back i don't know so kind of the ring, but not the ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was good, and it's, it's good. on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called Delete. There are eight gotcha. episodes total. So the next thing I watched is called Bollywood. Oh, okay. For some strange fucked up reason, right? When we watch TV now on one of the little Roku devices in in the kitchen, it doesn't go to the normal HD channels, which are in the 800s for us. It goes up to like the 1400s, where you start getting weird, wacky channels, I guess. Okay. And so I forgot what we were watching, um, but we were seeing these commercials for 
Fuse TV. Okay. And there was this show that looked kind of interesting called Bollywood. Mm -hmm. And Bollywood um, follows two generations of the Singh family as they operate a bridal shop in Toronto's Little India. Interesting. And it, it is a worldwide brand, Chandan Fashion. Hmm. They, when I, beautiful wedding outfits. Oh. And if God. you know anything about Indian weddings, they last for seven days. Mm-hmm. So you're not just selling one outfit to a bride and a groom. You're selling seven. And then their mothers and then. And then, the, right. You're outfitting else. the family yeah. for everybody for multiple days, right? Well, there was this, and just to give an example, folks, I won't dive into it too much. One dress that they showed one guy, $15,000. Fuck, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So, and, but, it, but it really made me think, all of those dresses and all of the beautiful beads and, and, and accoutrement on it, those are hand-sewn things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, oh my God, they were so beautiful. The show itself is kind of boring. Okay. It's it's not it's it's a very typical okay, the father is he is definitely the personality of the show, but you, he's old school. He still believes in advertising on the radio where his son wants to take the the store into a 21st century kind of movement, do more online presence blah blah blah. And you just see the wackiness because mm. the father keeps ordering stuff and it falls over in the store. When I first started watching it, I thought, why is this not on Netflix? And then you watch this and you realize the reason why it's not is because it's actually very typical two generations of a family, pick a family, yeah. and they're running, pick your store, and it's okay. Okay. It's something you would have on in the background. And, and and it's one of those things where, and I'm not trying to be insensitive at all, but if you fell asleep during one episode and woke up in the next episode, you really wouldn't be able to tell that there's a difference in the episodes. Okay. And, and so while I thought it was charming, it is definitely forgettable. It is not at all as engaging as, say, Indian matchmaker or Jewish matchmaker or any other type of reality show on, say, a Netflix. But if you have Fuse and you're of a mind to see some really beautiful fashion, I'm talking about, like, like dope-ass shit, watch, watch Bollywood on Fuse. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. sidebar. Yes. It said when I pulled this up for the show notes, oh, it's available on, on Amazon Prime. I was like, really? It's on Amazon Prime? So I Google it. You need a Fuse Plus subscription. Uh, to, oh, my God. To watch it through Amazon Prime. To watch it through Amazon Prime. But if you Prime. just go to regular Fuse, you can watch it for free. If you go to regular Fuse, you can watch it for free. I went into my Comcast remote and I said, you know, um, Fuse TV. Okay. Because I tried to say Bollywood into my... It into my voice it. remote, and it kept coming up Bollywood and, and yeah, all of that yeah. sort of jazz. Okay. So that's the first thing I got against, like, like <laughs> technology this week. But anyway, um, but it's on Fuse. Okay. I can't believe Fuse is having a, f- they have Fuse Plus. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Everything's got a plus. One day we're going to find out there's plus, a Net- yeah. Netflix plus, you know, and it's whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, right. that's sort of one thing that I want to rail know, against at the end of the show. I know you do. <laughs> it's it's coming. I figured that anyway. out. Anyway. Okay. All right. So that's Bollywood on Fuse. Um, Why the fuck was Fuse. I watching Fuse? Okay. On Fuse. Okay. My next thing is on Hulu. And it uh, it came this a movie came out uh, this month in September. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's only about 90 90 ish minutes long. Dwight found it, and he thought it was fake at first from watching the trailer, but then he realized it was a real movie. It's called No One Will Save You. Oh, I really want to see that actually. So it stars (laughs) Caitlin Dever. She was in the movie Booksmart and she's been in other stuff. She plays And if you haven't seen Booksmart, it's amazing. It is amazing. Yes. It's amazing. So she plays Bryn, a young woman. She lives alone in her childhood home. Uh, It's like this big old farmhouse on the outskirts of town. She's mourning the loss of her mother and her childhood best friend. She's got these secrets, and it seems as if everybody in town fucking hates her. And she leaves her house to go to the post office or whatever, and she discovers this weird yellowed ring of grass in her front yard. And it's just the outline of the ring. It's not like the inside of the, the circle, the grass is fine. It's just this yellow ring. And then one night, an intruder comes in her house, and this is when the wackiness ensues. This is a really interesting kind of horror thriller. There is, like, almost no dialogue. It is all visual, and it's all watching the expressions and reactions on the actress's face that gets the story through to you. And there are a handful of other actors, but she carries this movie. It's about her, and you focus on her. The other actors don't really have any lines either, and they're they're like around her. It's really interesting how they did it. It's a very quiet film, but I mean, there's screams and stuff as normal. But yeah, I mean, this is really good. I really like the way this was done. The ending was, yeah. You're after you Start, get to the end, you're gonna be Googling there. explain the ending to me. Okay. <laughs> but right. it's really good. It was really good. And it through the whole thing I'm like, oh, this is what's happening. But it's not what's happening. You know? I kept thinking, oh, oh. this is all gonna be like this. I this is typical this. No, it wasn't. And you said this was on Amazon Prime. This is on Hulu, as or I Hulu. said at the beginning. It's called No One Will Save You. Like I said, it's on Hulu. Yes. And it's only all like right. 90-ish minutes long. Not long at all. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Just, what a great premise. It's a great premise, and it's a it's well done. Like, the way they yeah. filmed it, with where, and it's just her. It's really good. Nice. I liked it. So the last thing that I have to review is a concert. Mm-hmm. And it is the Pink Concert. I have got to I know Pink listens to this show of because we does. are we are the silent like best thing happening in Hollywood right now that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're so secretive that even celebrities go, are You watching that? Yeah, I am. Are you listening, are you listening to that to podcast? That? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh-huh. All right, keep it quiet. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Because <laughs> we don't want it to get too big. Yeah. <laughs> 
We can't have their heads get swollen. I would love for my fucking head to get swollen. (laughs) With money. Although, Although, have you been keeping up with the news? One of our state senators, Bob Menendez, he gets busted, right? And and they found almost half a million dollars in cash in his house, in a jacket, in his senatorial jacket, and and in envelopes and shit, but also gold bars. He the had fuck? gold bars. He was he was totally trying to be like like total kingpin about this shit. And and if you read the story, it's just going to depress you. And and people are going to say, well, of course that happened in New Jersey, but but damn, I would expect I that to, to happen in Illinois, land of corrupt politicians. You know, oh, we have the most God. jailed governors of every state. Uh, shout out to Rod Blagojevich, not yeah. but anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, gold bars. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know. I was talking about pink, and then I went on this whole thing about Bob Menendez. So we went to the pink show, and it was literally one of the best concerts I've ever been to, ever. Awesome. Now, why am I reviewing a concert on this show? There are more dates uh, through November the 19th happening in Orlando, Florida, Miami, Charlotte, Louisville, uh, Indianapolis, New York, around us at Madison Square Garden, and I—I I kid you not, it is literally one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Pink does a great job, and the, and the artist that opened for her, she actually has technically three. Okay. There is a DJ called Kid Cut Up, and Kid Cut Up just spins tracks really, really well. So he's a great interstitial guy. Then a group called Group Love. Shout out to them because they hit me back on socials after the concert, which I thought was great. They're a great band. And then Brandy Carlisle. And this is an artist whose music is akin to, but not necessarily exactly like, like Indigo Girls. Okay. But she rocked that place. And she did a version of Live and Let Die. Interesting. The Paul McCartney song yeah. that just rocked the place. The Bond theme song. Oh, my song. God. Yeah. And then after that, you get Pink. And she literally, and I don't know how she does this, but her voice is so effortless that she's literally flying around the arena. From wires. From wires. Ooh. Yeah, I guess she's not literally flying. Right. That would mean she had yeah. wings and shit, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> magical powers to levitate yeah magical powers that's yep, yep. <laughs> we just broke the story pink is an enhanced human Indeed. um but she's on these wires and she's still singing and she's flipping herself upside down and she's balancing on shit and she puts on a hell of a show wow. if you have a chance to see pink in concert for her for her summer tour please 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 go see it it is absolutely the best thing that i saw not just this week but probably this whole month it was great and at least i wasn't the group of people about 3 or 4 rows back who had to deal with somebody who drank so much she puked Ooh. yeah 
And even though it was at a ballpark, they put a metal floor down uh, so that doesn't ruin the ball field. Well, yeah, so, that's good. But, uh, but yeah, oh yuck. yeah. Anyway, so that is the Pink concert. Go see it, please. It's great. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to end on a, 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 a sadder kind of a thing. Uh, yeah, I know. Hmm. I okay. caught the documentary on Netflix called Harley and Katya. This is about Australian figure skaters, although Katya was from Russia, and then she got her Australian... Um, citizenship to skate with harley windsor and uh, yeah they made kind of history but at what cost really is where you go with that um harley windsor is the first aboriginal australian athlete to go to the winter olympics and they became the first skaters representing Australia to win gold at one of the ISU figure skating championships and the first to finish on a podium at a junior Worlds since 1976. Wow. Yeah. In uh, 2018, they represented Australia at the Winter Olympics in South Korea. Uh, they ranked 18th in the short program, and that but that didn't qualify them to go on to the free skate, which would get them into the medals contention. Um, they were successful at the 2018 World Championships in Italy. They placed 15th in the short program and 16th overall. But all this pressure put on them because Katya was like 15 or 16 when she started skating with him. And he was like 18 or 19. And... She came from Russia where everything is like kind of state funded for the sports. Mm -hmm. Going to Australia where um, their figure skating um, federation in Australia, they only give you like so much money, but you got to qualify for it and show that you're going to go somewhere with your skating. So she went from kind of being paid to train for being a skater to where am I going to get money? I'm in a new a separate country that's you know probably more expensive than russia it's australia so yeah where am i gonna live she ends up living with her coach which now you're around your coach 24 7 and they're going to be coaching you 24 7 so you don't really get a relaxation time and she's a teenage girl regardless of whether you're from russia or america you're still a teenager in that teenager formative years so after the Olympics, they are they changed coaches because they didn't like the one coach who kept he was just very brusque and he yelled at you, and that's kind of pushed you a lot. And they go to to Canada to train, but now it's just the two of them, these two young teenagers, unsupervised in Canada. So it just ends up there's so much pressure on her, and she doesn't really speak English, and every th interview is they always turn to Harley because he speaks English and they don't get her a translator. And her host home's alcohol goes missing. There's reports that she's struggling with depression. And then she goes home to Russia to visit her mother and spend time with her mother. She collapses and they take her to the doctor and the doctor says she's got epilepsy. And... 
when you got epilepsy, you can't be a figure skater anymore because you could have a, a seizure at any time. So imagine a pair's skater being lifted over the head of this six-foot-tall dude. She's like nine feet in the air having a seizure now and be or being tossed to, to land a jump. And yeah, that can go really bad. So now all she's ever known since the age of three, she's told she can't skate anymore. And this is in January of 2020. Right when uh, COVID. COVID starts. So now she's more isolated because of COVID. Well, less than five months later, there's reports that she fell out of a six-story window and died. Oh. Oh, geez. At the age of 20. Wow. Yeah. So all of this is the documentary and just unfurling that story and... They did change some rules after her death. They, the ISU voted unanimously to change the age of skaters to become seniors instead of juniors to 17. So they're a little older, a little more mature, and not you know, 15, 16 years old being pushed into that pressure of a senior skater where you need to perform and do well to get your funding and to keep, you know, to be able to earn money and you pay your pay for food. They were in Canada and they only had enough for like housing and maybe ice time, but they didn't have enough money for food. So now, I mean, she's become an alcoholic. She's not eating properly because she doesn't have money to buy food. I mean, her health, they, they really failed these skaters on so many levels with, you know, just mental health as well as physical health and, I'm hoping that more rules changed. I didn't catch all of it, and I was trying to Google it. But the whole thing, is it's just a tragic story of this poor girl mm. who just wanted to figure skate. And the right. world just, and the whole skating and Olympic federations that are too much bullshit and not enough focus on the actual athletes. People tend to think when you become, you know, so ranked highest in the world winning competitions and gold medals and whatnot that they have money to do this but so many of them don't they come from poor means um yeah it, it's just such a tragic story wow it's called harley and katya it's on netflix wow okay yeah oh, yeah maybe we should end it with pink <laughs> Well, we should fuck. I mean, okay, not trying to take anything away from their fucking story or anything like that, but my god, yeah, I know. Oh. it's such a tragic story. And I, I and now I'm gonna follow this up by bitching for like yeah. two minutes. I didn't know I hadn't followed more recent skating stuff, so I didn't know who they were. I thought, yeah, I didn't know who they were, and now I do, and I'm sad about it. And the re most recent thing I read about Harley Windsor, he is now skating for South Korea and has a new partner in South Korea. Oh, I know. Okay. Isn't that something? I just learned that today. Yeah. All right. Or as they say in the news industry, switching gears. So was it you that sent over that story about Amazon? Yes, it was. Thank you again. I appreciate that. So, folks, if you haven't heard this, if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, in 2024, if you don't want commercials 
watching Amazon Prime, you're going to have to pay three bucks more. Yeah. And there, the articles just basically go on to say advertisers are clamoring, clamoring to be on streaming channels now because they know that that's where the money's at. And Bezos isn't going to turn down advertising dollars no, because does. he's got you over a barrel. Yeah. If you want Amazon Prime and shipping and products and shit, you get Amazon Prime video. So it's not like a separate thing where you can kind of quit Amazon Prime. It gets you all used to it. And then now, if you want to continue with the commercial free, you got to pay three extra dollars. Yeah. <sighs> That's such bullshit. It, it kind of is, yeah. That's just such bullshit. Now, one of the reasons I don't like commercials in my shit is because it keeps the time less. Yeah, it makes it less time wasted. Right. So if I'm watching a 44-minute show, it doesn't drag it out to an hour. Mm -hmm. So I'm saving time watching these episodes if I binge something and all that other sort of stuff. And yeah, the second reason is I give Amazon enough of my fucking money yeah. one time a year yeah. to subscribe to Prime Shopping. And, you know, you get the Prime Video as an added benefit. But they, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised because the Amazon music that I get for free is nowhere near the millions of songs that they have on, I, I'll call it Prime Music. So you have to pay more money to subscribe to Amazon Prime Music to have access to many more songs. I do that, actually. Do you? Yeah. Subscribe to that? Yeah. Okay. And now they're just doing it with fucking streaming. Mm -hmm. And it's just so fucking depressing. Everybody wants their little extra p pound of flesh. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just so tired of it. But I can't get rid of it because I already subscribed to it. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to have to deal with commercials and things, which right. I still feel like streaming uh, shows weren't like they weren't produced. Oh, fucking kids. They weren't produced. <laughs> Ankle biters. Yeah, yeah. To have like the natural commercial breaks to where it stops. At, you know, the commercial starts at a good point and not in the middle right. of something happening i mean they're been... right somebody starts to talk yeah and then there's a commercial yeah. and then the then they come back talk about something yeah exactly and i'm like what the fuck <sighs> is that why yeah. why is this happening and it's all it's always at the worst possible moment that this break comes in because it's i feel like it's it's timed like you get X many minutes of show before the commercial hits and then the next X minutes rather than you know, waiting until it's a spot to break. Right, right, exactly. So I was discussing this with Laura today because she is the brains of this particular outfit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. And she said that nothing is going to change about Amazon until there is a true competitor to Amazon. And the closest thing you probably have is Walmart. Yeah, maybe but they don't really offer as much if I know this correctly because I don't order from them. You can't really get overnight shipping. 
it's I mean, you can order something to be picked up in the store, which is a good thing that Amazon doesn't have. But it still is like not as good as, say, an Amazon. Mm -hmm. And now you want me to pay three more dollars to not watch commercials. God, I'm sick of streaming. Yeah, and I mean, I, now I'm watching a movie and I got commercials in the movie that I wouldn't normally have commercials in. Right, right. So say the movie that I thought was on Amazon Prime that you actually watched on Hulu. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you know. No one will save you. No one will save you. And all of a sudden, boof, commercial. Which, because I saw it that on would... Hulu, I think there were commercials. I think. Well, because I'm not paying for Hulu with uh, no commercials. I'm just tired of it. That's it. Yeah. I, I just railed on for a few minutes and okay. talked nonsensically to to just say I'm tired of the nickel and diming us yeah. of this. Because now this just makes me think, all right, what other service can I get rid of? Yeah, how many others? So that I can keep Amazon Prime commercial free. Mm-hmm. And there's really not unless I start getting rid of the big three. Yeah, and I'm just thinking how often do I watch things on Amazon Prime? And that's true. However, it's included. we already pay for so It's yeah. included. So I can't just quit it. Mm-hmm. Why can't I quit you? <laughs> Sorry, Brokeback Mountain is a fucking phenomenal movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, so that's just it. So people, be 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 aware that in 2024, a choice is going to need to be made. Yeah. And they say that a few weeks prior to that, you're going to get an email saying, hey, you can either pay another $3 for no commercials or you're just all of a sudden going to start seeing commercials if you don't pay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm waiting for the big backlash to happen. Yeah. People getting and I don't know how it can happen, but I'm waiting for the big backlash of, of streaming services to say, oh, we better start listening to people. But anyway, that's just me. Hit us up on the, not the socials, hit us up on the website by going to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button and tell, tell me, tell us, are you going to pay three extra bucks for no commercials on Amazon? I really, 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 really would like to know what you think about that. Or hit us up on socials at Pirate Alice, at Bill Ivory Larson, or at The Watchlist Pod. I don't know what I'm going to be reviewing next week, but please make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check out all of our back episodes of The Watchlist Pod uh, with Patty and Bill uh, by going to thewatchlistpod.com. And uh, if you listen on Apple, thank you for a five-star review. And we appreciate you guys. Okay, bye. bye.